and then and then the fifth bonus point in giving is you got to be thankful in advance, which is another just like you got to do the title in advance and the subtitle in advance and then the cover in advance. So it owns your heart, soul, mind. So it is imploded in the deeper, innermost, highermost. So it has to explode. Right. My books can't help but become bestsellers because I own it before the world owns it. Welcome to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Graziano, previously Grano. I'm so excited to bring you the latest wisdom and science from leading experts and world-class speakers from around the globe to teach you how to manifest your goals in love, career, financial abundance, and have anything you want in life. I'm the creator of the world-renowned Meditational Behavioral Synchronicity Method, the MBS Method. By listening to this podcast, you will learn how to refocus your mindset and rewire your thought process in simple, tangible exercises that you can begin right here, right now, simply by pressing play. And welcome back to another episode of the Law of Attraction. We are here today with such a splendid guest, somebody who I've really looked forward to speaking to for so long. He was someone who I guess I've been inspired by for, for many, many years. Chicken soup for the soul might ring some bells in your ear. Yes, I am talking about Mark Victor Hansen. There it is. In the area of human potential, no one is better known and more respected than Mark Victor Hansen. For more than 30 years, Mark Hansen has focused solely on helping people and organizations reshape their personal vision of what's possible. His powerful messages of possibility, opportunity, and action have helped create starting and powerful change in thousands of organizations and millions of individuals worldwide. He has endearing charismatic style. You're going to see that today. He's going to teach you so much around building email lists around books and how to write a bestseller, how to get a bestseller. In fact, Mark is known in the world for having made the most millionaires. I mean, isn't that an impressive achievement? His book, One Minute Millionaire, has made more people millionaires than anything else. I am so excited to dive in today with this genius. You may know Mark as the chicken soup for the soul guy, a cultural juggernaut, now celebrating its 11th year. Mark and his business partner, Jack Canfield, created what Time Magazine called the publishing phenomenon of the decade. With more than 100 million chicken soup for the soul books sold around the world and over 100 licensed products on the marketplace, it is one of the most successful publishing franchises in the world today. Chicken Soup idea was just one of many that has propelled Mark into the worldwide spotlight as a sought-after keynote speaker, best-selling author, and marketing maven. Welcome today, Mark Victor Hansen. How are you, lovely? I am wonderful, and I wish my mother could have heard that great intro. You just Because <laughs> I, I just, I had a brain scan by my dear friend and neighbor, Dr. Daniel Amen, back in California. And Daniel, you know, I said, my parents would be so happy. I said, why? 
I said, because they used to ask me when I do dumb things, because I was always a little bit, I was on the leaky margins of the world. He said, have you got a brain in there? Now you've proven that I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's so brilliant. Oh my God, I love it. So Mark, tell us, a hundred million sales. How does somebody... A half billion. We've we've sold over a half billion of our books. In China alone, I've sold 374 million books. So I've gone to China 80 times before when they were capitalistically communistic. Now they're Maoistically communistic. Big difference. And you live in a neighborhood that knows that problem better than I do. Um, (laughs) We've sold a half billion. That's 500 million. So according to Guinness Book of Records, I've written 318 books. I'm the world's best-selling author. Both fiction and we're going into the fiction part. Mark, this is incredible. But how does stop? Okay, there's, there's budding authors. We've got in our audience right now people who are waiting to write books, about to write a book, written books. I'm an author. I'm a best author myself. But oh, come on, half a billion sales. Nobody can ever compete with that. How did you get there? Like, what did you do? I want the formula, the magic. And then people can obviously go and find out a little bit more with you up close and personal. But start us, give us like a nice outline. First of all, that's the, what you said is um, quasi-correct. I want to just morph it a little bit. I was on the biggest show with uh, uh, Mark Devereaux. It's called Amazon Bestseller List. And Mark said, Mark Victor Hansen, you are the Roger Bannister of books. Do you remember who Roger Bannister was? Yes. He's the first guy who ran a four-minute mile, right? 1953. And before that, you're hard to jump out of your chest to be a dead person. But what happened the next week? I said, Mark, do you know? He said, not a clue. I said, 119 people did it. He said, so what are you telling me? I said, look, I set the record. Somebody's going to try to break my record. And he says, well, how does that work? I said, well, look, three years ago, there's never a trillion dollar company. And now we've got five trillion dollar companies. We've got two companies that are trillion. And today it looks like Elon Musk because he's figured out how to stamp out more cars than anybody else and stamp out more electricity and storage. He's going to be the first personal individual trillionaire. So I said, all I did with 500 million books, and my real goal is sell a billion. And now let's go to the metaphysics of that, because the top of physics, and, and I studied in graduate school, as you know, with Dr. Buckminster Fuller, the top of physics is metaphysics. It's always, and Einstein said that, it's always, and my teacher's teacher was Albert Einstein. So it's always your thinking, the Bible says, as a man or woman thinketh in her heart, in her soul, in her beingness, so is he or she. So everybody that's out there that wants to sell books, what we teach in our new book, which is the bestseller right now, Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams, Jesse, we say, hey, look, it's simple. You've got to write it on a three-by-five card, and it starts out the words, I'm so happy and thankful that I have sold, and then you write down how many books you want to sell, and then you sign it, and your partner signs it, your publisher signs it, everybody signs this little card. Now, Jack and I signed it. We got our publisher back then. It was HCI. Now, they think that means Hanson Canfield. It means health communication. I wish we'd owned it. That We did great. We did phenomenal, right? We helped the guy sell $2 billion of the book, so we're very happy. But it says, I'm so happy and thankful that I have sold over, let's say, a million books by doing, in this case, we're telling everyone to do podcasts, 400 podcasts by whatever the date is, say, most books sell in November and December. So by December 25th, 2021, we'll just do it in current time. You sign it, somebody else signs it. Now you pull this up and you look at it four times a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. But most importantly is the fourth time, right before you go to sleep. Because you know the subconscious never sleeps. 
you believe before you went to sleep that you were going to build the biggest show. Am I telling the truth? I don't know what you really believe, but yes. you and I have never talked before today. But everybody that does this, whether they are unconscious competence or conscious competence, and because I've lost, watched your videos and I've studied you, I'm suggesting you are a conscious competent, meaning you may be a, a neophyte, meaning a beginner at it because you're so young and beautiful. But I think you intuitively knew that the last thing you thought about at night before you went to sleep was what you were going to do with this show. And then you get up in the morning and go, this show is going to rock or whatever your words were. Am I telling the truth? You are, Mark. You are. I love this. I'm lo you, you, we think about it. We, we think about what we want to do. So carry on. Yeah, you think about it and, and you own the idea. And then if it goes into your subconscious, implodes, your subconscious comes out with the idea. And then an answer to your question is, yes, I did all the traditional stuff. In the old days, you could do bookstores. Today, you've got to do Zoom calls, which is wonderful and, and much quicker, right? When I started, I was there with Dr. Wayne Dyer, the guy who wrote Euronia Zones, which people read because they thought it said Eurogenous Zones. They didn't know. Anyway, but Wayne used to have to go radio station to radio station. I interviewed the 101 best-selling nonfiction and 101 best-selling fiction authors. I did not ask them what everybody asked them. They all said the same thing. Everybody says, well, how do you write? You don't go to Stephen King and say, how do you write? What? Tinker Toys, you've been writing since you're eight years old. I started writing books at 16, right? So I've been doing it a long time. The, the point is, I asked, how did you market? Exactly the question you asked. How did you sell more books than anybody else? When I talked to Scott Peck, he said, you've got to do media every day, 20 days. If 20 days is your work month, 20 days, and you get weekends off. And we never missed. We never missed. But that isn't all we did. Everybody I got with, if, if you and I were together on an airplane just fortuitously sitting, I'd say, you know, you'd say, what do you do? And I'd say, I triple your income, double your time off. And then I shut up. What are you going to say? Oh, my God. If you said that to me, I, I would say, OK, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. So I said, is it OK with you then if I sign a book to you, your wife, your kids, I mean, your husband? your kids, and then if you have a dog, I'll even sign it to your dog. And oh, yeah. Say, in this book, we say ask wisely because what we're trying to use is your mind right. If you think right, you talk right, act right, get the right results. Most people are so ambient in their thinking. And long ago, I wrote this book, Power of Focus. I don't know if you can see it or not. Whoops, I guess you can't see it. But, you know, Jack and I wrote Power of Focus because most people are ambient. My colleague, I did a lot of talks with Zig Ziglar in the old days, and he says most people are wandering generality. I was always specific. This card keeps you focused. Am I on schedule to sell a million books by December 25th, right? This year or next year, five years, whatever you give yourself as a time frame. Or am I on schedule to write a mega bestseller, right? And when Jack and I did, we start backwards to everybody else. We start with the title of a book. Then we go to the color of the book to make sure that it bounces. If you walk in a bookstore or you see this online, those colors bounce and they got to be easy and they got to be assimilable and it's got to be, the title has got to be the buyer benefit and the subtitle, the bridge from your dreams, your destiny is what is the payoff? And what I'm saying is everybody has a destiny. We got, we only teach, my wife and I wrote this book and I hope you'll have her on your show sometime, but she's way smarter and wiser and more beautiful than I it would ever be. But we say, you got to ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. 
And what I'm saying is before you go to sleep at night, you know, if you haven't got the title, start with the book title. Most people spend a year to seven years writing a book and then put the title on it. That's backwards. We start at the end. What is the title that's going to capture the imagination of the buyer? And you never, most people do it in an amateurish way, Natasha. They go and say, you like it? Well, hell, you're saying, I love my book. I've worked so hard on it. you got to love it, too. Bunk. You say, will you give me, in this This book's $21. Well, right now on Amazon, you buy it for 14 because Amazon does it counterintuitively. When you're the bestseller, they bring the price down, right? Which is, you know, holy cow, I still get paid the same. But And what it does, it makes the volume of those sales go up. And our volume is crazy. And then let me do one other sub point here. We've got a lot of points we can cover. But because of Amazon, the book is sold internationally. Now, here's the problem with that. New York Times only does national, right? Canada does national, right? But I'm selling books in Vietnam better than anybody right now. I'm selling, I'm the number one book selling in Greece, stuff like that. And you go, I don't care. I get paid in all of it because, and I'm very charitable and we tithe in all of it. The point is, and that's one of the mega secrets we can talk to because, yeah, I wrote a whole book called The Miracle of Tithing a long time ago, right? The Miracle of Tithing. Wow. Miracle of Tithing. Business people say tithing. This is such a please. Let's talk about this as well. This is so important, Mark. I love. Yeah, the the, the point is, that, you know, God says if you give back to whatever your spiritual source is, it'll open Amen. up. The but you got to tithe your thinking, your time, your talent, and your treasure. But mostly, people all want the money, but they forget that they got to tithe their thinking. You know, and then and then and then the fifth bonus point in giving is you got to be thankful in advance, which is another. Just like you got to do the title in advance and the subtitle in advance and then the cover in advance. So it owns your heart, soul, mind. So it is imploded in the deeper, innermost, highermost. So it has to explode. Right. My books can't help but become bestsellers because I own it before the world owns it. Every author or co-author has got to own the bestseller dumb if that's what they want. Or if they're writing their memoirs or their autobiography. Or in this case, I'm writing a, bi- a big biography right now on, on a lovely guy named Reverend Ike from Wishes to Riches. And it, the point is, it'll sell 10 million to the, he was black and he was the biggest black minister ever and we're going to be big in Africa. And people go, how do you do all that? Well, you just decide to do it. right? And, and I have more free time than anyone just because I really love what I do. And my life's totally free. I don't have to work for a lot of years, so, but I love working. Oh, Mark, you are such an inspiration. This is incredible. I love all these books. Ask, I, I mean, it's like asking you shall receive. We talk about this. That's what the law of attraction is. You have to put out there into the world what you want. Do you hear that, guys? When Mark is saying, I'm so happy and thankful now that I have sold 200 million books by, and kind of what date do you want to put in there? Two, three years? I mean, I personally make my 10-year goal my five-year goal. I tell people to make their five-year goal, their three-year goal. And then when they come to them, like, make your three-year goal, your one-year goal, and let's go now. And there is no time like the present. Let's begin. Let's set those goals. You do not need to wait until the new year. You do not need to wait until January the 1st or December the 31st at the end of the year to make your new year's resolutions. You want to make those resolutions today. You want to write that list every single day is a new year. It's a new chance. It's a new chance to shine. 
It's a new chance to be the best version of you. Sell a million copies of a book because you never thought you could because you can and put those intentions out there into the world. And I'll ask you in February, you still doing it? And I hope the answer is yes. But that is why people like Mark, like myself, have these programs that set you up for success. They help you go along the road, accountability. Mark, you guys help people publish books, right? They can come to you. Anyone can become a bestseller if they go through you guys. I'll put a link below. Okay, yeah. It's called the Mark Victor Hansen Library.com. Mark Victor Hansen Library.com. And, and we think a library is the most important thing in the world because, first of all, as you know your history, Alexander the Great conquered the world. And then what did he do? He built the library so he had the eclectic reservoir a repository of all the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the understanding, all the insights in Egypt once he conquered the world. And he's only 28. I, I don't know how old you are, but you can't be very old. So I, that's the one thing I don't have. It's, and I know you never asked a beautiful woman her age, so forgive me. And then the second guy who did it, it was a library, is, is my hero, Andrew Carnegie, right? He said, I've spent the first half of my life making the money, second half of life great in a good way. And I tell everybody, they got to go to Andrew Carnegie's house in New York at 95th and 5th Avenue, which is now owned by the Smithsonian Institute, costs you $5 to get in. And the first thing he has on the wall, Natasha, is nobody can get rich without enriching all others. Isn't that wonderful? See, because everyone says, well, you're taking all the book sales. No, I'm opening up more book sales than everybody else. I'm helping other people make money. There's no shortage. God is only abundant. God is rich. And if you and I are children of God, then guess what? We got to be rich. If you're not rich, you're not really believing whatever your faith is. Second thing Andrew Carnegie said, which is so amazing, is, is beyond belief. He says, authors, that's you and I and everyone watching, and you're the author of your own life. And you've got to write down, what is that authorship? What are those goals going to be? How exciting is it going to be? And I mean, you are just bursting at the seams with euphoria, with enthusiasm, with enlightenment with joy and that's where we're supposed to live be so the authors are the wealth he said of the nation because he was an american uh, scottish american but I, I just changed one word authors are the wealth of the world and they are because what plato said what when he was teaching our friend uh, um alexander the great was whoever controls the information the story controls the world and that's why we're library 3.0 those guys are Alexander's Library 1.0, the first library. Second library is Andrew Carnegie, right? He, he built 2,509 libraries. He took all of his wealth and built libraries. Now, now, if you read our history books in America, I don't know what they say in Canada but, or anywhere else in the world, but they say, well, he was a robber baron bull. He said he wanted to have enough money to make everybody have a free education, right? But what I'm saying is we're Library 3.0. We're going to have more people write because the minute you start writing, you start thinking. The minute you start writing and thinking, you start reading more. Is it? Am I? I don't know you that well, but I mean, what? Twenty minutes now, but don't you read a lot? So much. And when you read, you learn because when you read, you're being one-to-one -one mentored by that person for the duration of that book. You're singing my language. You're, this is music to my ears, Mark. When we listen, we learn. When we speak, we don't learn. It's why I'm sitting here writing notes because when you get the opportunity to read, you are being one-to-one -one mentored by that person for the duration of that book. You are getting into their thought process. You're getting into their psyche. You're understanding how they've achieved something great in their life and how you too can go on and achieve that and that's why reading is so powerful you know i'll add to what you're saying 
I was once told by my mentor many years ago, he's not here anymore. And he told me, Natasha, read for three hours a day, study for three hours a day. He said, put that into your, your schedule every day because that is over 1,096 hours of studying a year. You will be an expert in your field if you are reading 1,096 hours a year. And you know, I've tried and I've missed a few days, but I've spent a lot of time reading because of that. And it goes so far, not just for your vocabulary, but you want to be able to know a little bit about everything. And you want to also be able to understand the metaphysical, the things that you can't see. You want to start to action your mind and take control of your mind and decide your destiny by deciding this is what I want to do. I want to be a best-selling author. I knew that. When I started out with my career in mindset coaching, I was broke. I was homeless. I had nothing. I was a single mom. I'd lost all my money in my career. I was in a mess. I was in a bad place. But I used the power of my mind to come back from that. I created that method, my MBS method, which has now been taught to, to over 150,000 people, millions of people got it around the world. I used that method to heal myself and go on and use that to help other people, to heal themselves. But I had to decide, okay, I'm ready to shake off this, this trauma, this pain, and time to move forwards into my destiny. I'm not going to let my past hold me back. I'm a child of God. I deserve it. We want all of life's riches and we deserve it. Why? Because when we have all of life's riches, we have more resources to give to others. And then we can help others. We can do more charity. We can give more freely to others. Abundance is giving. I just had to add that point. We're, we're in total alignment, total agreement. And, and when you keep infloating great and inspired thoughts, your whole, this is pretty metaphysical, but your whole energy aura grows. Like the average person that is living in mediocrity, well, I wake up every day, I have coffee, then I eat a little donut, and then I go to work, and then I come home and watch TV, I go to sleep. I haven't got time to read three hours a day. What kind of person do you think I am? No, you haven't got time not to. If you want to be all you can be, do all you can do, have all you can have. Go all the places which books get you to places that you can't go otherwise. Like I told you, I read all the fiction, nonfiction authors and met them, but Michael Crichton, the guy who did Jurassic Park, and I mean, he's done a hundred movies, right? Jaws and all that, but a medical doctor from Harvard. He wrote a book called Travels, and, and Bob Allen and I, when we were doing our book, which we were talking about before, One Minute Millionaire, we read everything by Michael Crichton because we were so blown away. And Crichton said, You've got to climb. Kilimanjaro. Well, hell, I didn't know where Kilimanjaro was. I, I wrote down, that I'm going to climb all the highest mountains. And I've now climbed Machu Picchu and Kilimanjaro. And I've opened up the pyramids in Guatemala because you and I as authors ought to be leading edge because you're either leading edge, cutting edge, dull edge, or trailing edge. You're not here to go through three of those. Everyone paying attention. The reason you got such a glorious show is you're waking up to the people that resplendent glory inside. If you are poor now, You've got a rich divine self in you. If you're sick now, you've got a healthy divine being in you. If you're lackluster, you've got something that you, every one of us is, oh, I hope I'm not shouting too loud at you. Oh, I, I, I love just, preach, King, preach. I love it. <laughs> is it, it, is it every, what, what we're saying in our Ask book is everyone has a UT, a unique talent, a, a destiny. Right. And you don't want to end up at the end of your life, look back and say, oh, my gosh, I missed my destiny. This book is revealing more people their destiny. And it starts, I, I think you've already read the Fable of Michaela, which now looks like it's going to be a movie. And let me just 
hitchhike and brag about that. Uh, obviously, Chicken Soup has a movie out right now called Bestseller with Michael Caine. But um, the, the, one of the books that I'm sure you've read is The Alchemist. Did you ever read The Alchemist? Gosh, I'm yet to read it. I'm yet. That's one of the books I'm yet to read. I'm, I'm like five books in at the moment. Tell me. Tell me. It, it sold 150 million copies. The people who made the out, that's the bestseller of one book ever. Now, I, I, I've sold 500 million, but I've sold a lot of different books. But my goal is to catch up passing with Ask, and we're going to do that because it's on steroids. But fascinating, they're making the movie on it right now, this second in Morocco. But turns out the guy in Morocco reads my book. Remember, I said, everybody out there, you got to get clear that you've got to bloom where you're planted, sell locally, and then keep expanding. And we can talk to that in a minute if you want. But they want it, they're talking to us even later today about making our movie, which is The Fable of Michaela, which actually my wife wrote because she has these phenomenal experiences. But it's set in the times of kings and queens and this little lady that's moving rocks. Now, a lot of people feel because of COVID-19 that their life is no better than moving rocks, right? So what happens is they're reading this and they're catching, because they're catching it in their spirit and they're writing us these long letters. Like we're getting hundreds and thousands of letters each and every day saying, Oh my God, the book changed my life because I didn't understand Michaela's story is my story because a parable, as you know, is two stories in one story. It's the exoteric story, the external story, the literal story, but the real story is the inner story where you have the transformation of your being. It's like the Apostle Paul's a being transformed by the self-renewing of your mind. You and I are, that's why we read three hours a day or more because you wake up your mind power and Instead of your behind power, you don't want to use your behind power. You want to use your mind power. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. You remind me of Andrew Carnegie. You do. You remind me of him in such a profound way. Things you say, the way you are. I mean, I'm surprised you weren't mentored by him. That would be incredible if you, you know, happened to have had that moment. Or any of us have had that moment. God, that would be. He's such an incredible being. But. You've been around so, so many wonderful beings in this lifetime. You've made so many millionaires. Give us something around that. What do you do specifically to help people to become millionaires? You talk about it in your One Minute Millionaire book. But what is it that you, if you had to just give someone right now the breakdown, write this down, try these three things, then go get the book and learn it properly. Okay, so what we're saying in Ask, this is a beautiful question you just asked. Ask yourself, ask others, ask God. So I'm, like your story, I'm bankrupt, 1974. I'm 26 years old. I'm not 73 years young, so you don't have to calculate it, right? Because I'm going to live to be 127 options for renewal because I got it written down, right? Because why not live long, prosper, and have a heck of a good time? And I'm nobody other than maybe you. Is, is, I am having a glorious life, but there's a glorious life available to everybody. Now back to it. So I'm bankrupt, and then I, I go, okay. You ask yourself 400 times before you go to sleep, God, what's your destiny for me? God, what's your destiny for me? God, what's your destiny for me? That is one level of question. The other level of question, when Jack and I needed a title for you know, our chicken soup for the soul, we said, we, in our respective homes, he was in Santa Barbara, I was in Newport Beach at that time, I said, make a best-selling title, make a best-selling title, make a best-selling title. It was 1989, it was before cell phones and the phone rings at 2.58 in the morning and Jack says, chicken soup. I said, for the soul, we both got goosebumps chili bumps, God bumps. To us, that's a corroboration truth. And then still 144 publishers all said, hit the road, Jack. And I said, look, if you don't like him, it's okay. I'm a nice guy. No, Jack's wonderful. I'm joking, of course. The, the point is, we knew we would sell as many books as we've sold, and, we're not, and it's not done, right? 
Because the goal, and, and I don't blame those guys. And then our agent was silly. He fired us. That's cost him like $20 million minimum. So the point is, you go and say, Mega Best Selling Club, but I'm bankrupt. And I say, God, I, I, tell me what my destiny is. I want to be a speaker. I want to be a professional, motivational, inspirational, educational speaker. And it, it, God's first miracle was you're asking and you've got clear. Cause, and now my cliche is you got to get definite with the infinite. So I knew what I wanted. So God said, now go do it. So I go down to my three roommates. Now I'm living in a very poor place, Hicksville, Long Island, New York. I asked my three roommates. I said, hey, you guys, any of you know a young speaker that's not a Broadway star? We were in New York, not a celebrity, not a cotton top, meaning a white-haired person. And so everybody can relate because age, age is irrelevant here, right? Young or old. And we can talk to that in a minute. But um, not a doctor, not a lawyer that's talking. And, and one of my roommates says, look. Here's my card. There's a kid a few years older than you, but he is phenomenal. He's talking to all the realtors out here in a place called Hoffoglung Island, New York. I jumped in the only car the bankruptcy court did not take in a beat up old Volkswagen, no heater, no air conditioner. Race my little butt out there. This guy, second miracle, Chip Collins talks for three hours and wows my soul. I go up to him at the end, third miracle. And I say, hey, let me buy your lunch. I want to ask you how you do what you do. He said, look, kid. His voice was burned out after shouting at 500 people or more. He said, you ain't going to make it. This is a tough business. One in a thousand. I said, look, let me decide whether I'm going to do. You and I, each of us have got to individually get definite with the infant, decide what we want to be in favor of, and then go do the do, and you'll have the have. But you got to be the be first. So I, wanted, I saw myself being the speaker. So he said, at the end of the talk, he said, here's the four things you do. Go to the life insurance business. It's a bottomless pit, but stay out of real estate. I own this market in the five rows, and the, and the interest rate was up at 22%. Nobody was buying or selling houses at the time. It was, it, and he was making everybody laugh and enjoy and buy all of his stuff. And I thought, wow, this is a cool business. He said, and by the way, I've made so much money. I'm going on vacation for two weeks. I'll never see you when I get back. So good luck, kid. Well, he comes back, and I have more talks than he did because he said knock on 10 doors a day. I did I did four talks a day. So for the first three years, I did a thousand talks a year. Only Tony Robbins and I did a thousand talks a year uh, for the first three years. I'd do it six in the morning, one at 10, one at two, one at eight at night if they'd let me. In between time, I sold. I had nothing else to do and nobody working for me. I was working for myself and we started under market value and then kept raising. I started $25, so four talks. I'd say uh, for $100. Remember, this is 1974. Today, that's $1,000. That's how fast things have appreciated or inflated. Or, whatever. I say, Natasha, do you want to cut the check or have your secretary cut it? I'm a big boy. These guys, I was talking to all the general agents and insurance. I'm talking to little audiences at the time of very few people. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. And then they kept saying, boy, you're the best storyteller I've ever heard. Do you have that in the book? So the first book I did was a multi-author book called Stand Up, Speak on Wind, is it? To little audiences, six, 10 or 12 in insurance audiences, I sold 20,000 copies in one year at $10 each at $200,000. I go from being bankrupt at the bottom to being at the top. Got me a brand new Chrysler Cordoba car. I was, I was, I say, I want to sign this to you, your spouse, your kids. And like I jokingly said, your dog. And this isn't a New York Times bestseller. This isn't a uh, Wall Street Journal bestseller. Here's the line everybody out there needs to know. But this is my bestseller. And what? I'm the only one selling it, so of course it was my best seller. And I made $200,000. I, I started, paid off all the bankruptcy over the next couple of years, bought a new car, started buying real estate, did exceedingly well. 
and, and never stop. The only mistake I made, which is what I'm going to tell everybody to do and what we teach at marktechbanselibrary.com, don't write one book at a time. Write three or four because you will have writer's block on one book, but if you got three or four or six or seven going, you never have writer's block. Isn't that cool? I love that. I'm actually doing two at the, the same time right now, and I didn't know that. But actually, you know how I do it? I voice note them. I, I do it all on voice because then it's like me speaking and I just have hours and hours and hours of content of me just, okay, let me talk about my meditational behavioral synchronicity process. And I go deeper into it and I'm like, here's the neuroscience behind it. Let me just like, you know, geek out on the brain for a bit with you. And I love it because then my words feel like me in the book. You know, it's fun. I I, I love it. And listening to you is is just blowing my mind. I mean, all the things I want to ask you, you, you've given me more than, than I could ever dream of. I would love to touch more around the idea of, of building this list. How did you start selling? How did you get this monumental email list? How did you, you, you've got all these people you can sell to all the time because we do things like we do social media. We build, you know, I've got this massive following on there, 7 million people right now, maybe more by the time you're listening to this, but I, I grow it and I, and I love to grow it, but I, but I give, I have this lead magnet, which is my, you know, phenomenon, my thing, which, which helps people to change their lives through one, one thing. Did you give a book away for free? What was your lead magnet? How did you get those people into your email list to start? I, I just did all the seminars and then I changed markets. I, I did. I still do the life insurance business. And as a matter of fact, they've asked me to write a book for them, which is interesting. Right before COVID happened, they said, we'll give you all this money if you write this book. And the first talk during COVID was to 11,000. And the next day it was to 15,000 people in life insurance business. And then the guy calls me up and said, look, I've lost $5 million because you can't come and do a meeting because we're not allowed to do a meeting. And we didn't have Zoom yet. We didn't know that thing. This is, we're now talking about two years ago. So it was amazing. So you just you just do the do. And, and like I said, we started by selling this little book. And then I ended up writing a book called You Have a Book in You because everybody's got a book in them. Everybody's got an invention in them. Everybody's got a song in them. Everybody's got some thoughts in them. Everybody has a new business in them. Everybody's got opportunity in them. And, and you know, in our self-help action business, right, I, the old authors are all great, like Russell Conwell's Acres of Diamonds. He says, everyone has acres of diamonds inside. That's why I said every poor person has a rich person hiding in it if they listen to your podcast enough, if they go to my YouTubes and watch the YouTubes I've done, because everyone's got miracles in them. And our job is to bring them out. Now, back to the very specificity of a database, you start by building your database with everything you know in your cell phone. If you go to the bottom of your contacts, it says how many people you know. And I just put before, I can tell everybody now, because you and I are friends, that I just put you in as my contact. But if you go to the bottom of your database, average people are anemic, meaning they've got less than 250 names. And that's how many people come to an average wedding or an average funeral. Well, Bob Proctor, who is a Canadian, who you know, and I hope you've had on your show, but Bob and I have owned two companies together. and He's 87, but he's got his 100th birthday planned in Las Vegas with 1 million people. And I get to be the MC. And it, I think he's, he's maybe joking, but it, you know, we'll both be alive in 13 years and we'll do it. The point is, on mine, at the bottom of mine, I got 4,898 names in my thing. And I know every one of them and they know me and I can call them and, you know, unless they're doing work or operating at the doctor or whatever, I get to them. But you need to build your mailing list to the average person doesn't do it at all. 
you and I, I'm saying cultivate it, add one a day, because your net, my cliche is your net worth creates your net worth, your net worth, how much are you really worth? But it, it is a net worth that is multiplicity in net worth. It is a net worth that will ultimately redound as financial. And financial, we're saying is, look, there's the materialism, there's the psychic materialism, but the real materialism that makes everything happen is a spiritual materialism with you have a coin of every realm at every time and every need for every use and every modus operandi. And every one of us can get there if you're working on yourself. Like, you know, when you're upside down, you didn't know you'd have 7 million followers, right? But you just build and build and build and it's a little bit organic. And, and, but the real truth is you cultivated in your subconscious mind the habit of just being a full-time broadcaster and seeing yourself on the cover of all those magazines and, and deciding to have a glamorous, glorious, fun-filled, joyous life where you wear what you wear, drive what you want, hang out like you want to hang out, build your kid to be the best. And in our case, we got five kids and six grandkids. And I got to tell you, our grandkids, if you'll forgive me for saying, are really precocious. Like in, in this book, can I do a quick story about that? Okay. So Crystal and I knew we were going to write this book. We own a company in Hawaii, Natural Power Concepts. It's a device company that has pop-up urban wind. So we're going to solve and have you know natural wind and pulsating waves. We have plenty of water, plenty of energy. And we naturalpowerconcepts.com. Anyone can go look at our videos. We're smoking. Anyhow, we're on we're we're working at there, but then after work we take a week off vacation at Christmas time two years ago. My little grandson for Christmas had gotten a Dick Tracy type watch, a gizmo, and he can only called his parents and us, the grandparents, Mimi, my wife and I, uh, and says, and it, it, the phone rang and it was gizmo, so I knew it was Everett, and I said, yes, sir. He said, Grampy, can I talk to you? I said, son, you and I have talked. You can talk to me 24 hours a day. If you have any need at all or any question, you're allowed to ask me, and I'm going to be more available to you than anyone other than, than Mimi, my wife, said, you still writing those great books, Scrampy? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, you know, I love your stuff. He's seven years old, six years old, sorry. And I said, yes, sir. He said, can I write the next book with you? I said, yes, sir. So the first story in the book is him because every kid is born innocent. They're uncorrupted. They're wonderful. Like you've got your child. Isn't your child just effervescent? They ask who, what, why, where, when, how, everything. They're just in incredibly curious and we want to cultivate that rather than stifle and stymie and thwart it <clears throat> wow oh my gosh i love it the whole family is literally feeling your energy you are your energy is infectious mark you everything you do you wake up you are believing and that's what it's about it's it's you know people always say your your energy is incredible how, how are you doing how you're doing this the truth is it comes from within you either believe you're worthy of it and you go after it relentlessly and you don't stop until you get there. And then people look at three things, right? They look at your value, what value you're offering. They want to see who you're associated with them and see where they've seen you. So if you are ticking all these boxes, then you're going to go far. You're having impact and influence and your income's going to go up. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're showing up every day and you're highest and you're like, yes, this is who I am. And now because I've got this behind me, like I knew I was saying to you when I first started out, I knew what I wanted to do, right? But I decided, 
Okay, this is where I want to get to. How am I going to get there? Well, people aren't going to respect me unless I'm a best-selling author. So great, I wrote my book in 10 days. But that's the point. You've got to go out there. You've got to go out there and strive for it and go for it and get what you want. But the only way you're going to do that is by setting up your plan and then going for it, like your goals. You've got to believe it, you've got to feel it, and then you've got to do it. The action is everything. The action, the action, attraction, the final words are action, right? We all know this from the secret. But like, and I, I work with a lot of these, we have so many mutual friends. I work with a lot of these guys, you know? John Asseras, a great friend of mine, he's the best man at my wedding, et cetera. And Dr. Martini and I have friends and et cetera. But that's a great guy, right? But this is the thing, the, the fascinating thing about this is everybody teaches the same thing. This is not woo-woo. This is factual. This is science. There is neuroscience behind it. It's why my method is based around ancient breathing techniques combined with modern day neuroscience. There is science behind it, validity behind the law of attraction. There is a belief system that you need to set up in your brain and understand how to unlock that key to abundance. But also you must take action towards your goals. And people forget that. They're like, okay, I want to be a bestseller. Well, you've got to write that statement. You've got to read it out. Like Napoleon Hill said in his 1937 book, Think and Grow Rich. He said, write your statement and read it twice a day aloud. And when you read it aloud twice a day, a little bit like your incredible exercise, you get people to do reading it four times a day. You know, that is a powerful thing to do. That is something that needs to happen and must happen every single day to get to where you want to be. You know what I do? I stick post-it notes all around my house of the things I want, one by one by one. And do you know what? My husband came to me the other day and goes, okay, you need to take your post-it notes down. I said, you what? He goes, you take them down. I said, why? Because they've all happened. You need to write some new ones. So, you know, this is like three months worth. The one-year goal is the three-year goal, the three-month goal. You can make it happen, but you've got to understand because once you unlock that key to abundance, once you're in alignment with it, it just flows. It just, it just flows and flows. And that's what happened with you. 100 million books, half a billion books. Not a problem. You'll go for a billion next time. You, you, I you want... Huh? I will sell a billion before I'm done. No, I know you will. I believe it. I totally believe it. And I know, I know you will because... You can't do it, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, but no, you can do it. And you know you're going to do it every single time. And I'm sure Ask is going to be the one. You know, I have a great idea for us. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you after this. I'm going to tell you exactly what I reckon you and I should do after this. It's come to me while I've been sat here. But look, Mark, is there any final little tips that you want to give to anyone or where they can find you? Give us, give us a great takeaway tip followed by where they can find you. And all the links are below, guys. So if you want to go and find Mark Victor Hansen and find everything he's doing and actually go and publish a best-selling book, Mark's people will do it for you. Isn't that incredible? I think it's you and Jack Canfield, right? With, with the word, the preposition's got to be with. I can't do anything. I, there are people that come to me and say, well, just sprinkle your picture dust over me and it'll go like that. It's, it, it's work, but it ain't work. My teacher, Cabot Robert, in speaking, said in Southern language, it ain't work if you love it. It's not work if you love it. Well, I love what I'm doing. You love this. I mean, I'm loving doing this podcast with you and, and with your peers. And, and the, the truth is, my experience, and I think your experience, then I'll answer your question, is all the people you name, like Dr. John Martini, he and I have been friends 45 years. I mean, we've just been best pals, um, eating hundreds of meals together around the world because we've been on the same programs. There's, we're fully alive. John Martini is the only guy other than me that has in excess of 7,000 written goals. And like when I was divorced, Long, long, long ago, I wrote down, like I told you, in, in the 20th anniversary issue of, of Chicken Soup, you know, 267 things I needed in my ideal wife. I never told my wife until after we'd met. 
But it, it, she's got to have a great personality. She's got to be slender and radiantly fit. She's got to be happy. She's got to be into personal growth and self-development, excited and enthusiastic about living. Beautiful, takes care of herself, likes me and my business, has made her own money. I don't want some gold digger to marry me, right? Lives where I live or is willing to live somewhere better and agrees to a better place. Loves adventures, intelligent, conservative, is philanthropic before I showed up. It's easy to be philanthropic with somebody else's money. The point is the average person, because you're dealing with a young audience, most of you out there, forgive me, I was your age, and you go, I want her to be a beautiful, hot babe. Too superficial. I mean, you already went through one of those experiences. So I, I read your Vetus. I got it down. And, and they, that's what the guy says. And the girl says, I want him tall, dark, and handsome. Well, hell, I'm bald, but I'm tall. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, not deep enough. The point is, is that you've got to have value. And so to do the value back to what you said. We're saying we want to help everyone in the world become master askers. That's our new challenge. And we're going to do it for free. We go to ask, askthebookclub.com, askthebookclub.com. And we're going to have you be with Crystal and I and take you on this wonderful journey where you do all the things that you just did. You ask yourself every day, what do I want? And you brilliantly put it in post-it notes. Now, I don't know who's telling you to take them down. But remember, what I teach different than anybody else is, first of all, and you see Dee Martini and I are both teaching it, independently we saw it, have too many goals. Never, ever get your goal and say, I got the milk, I got the butter, I got the eggs, I got this, that, and cross it off. That's not the right thing. Don't throw away the post notes. Put them in a volume and write down B in purple. That's God's highest color. That's the top of the rainbow, the top of the electromagnetic spectrum, humma humma, in purple because Every one of us has lives that pulsate. The big word is the vicissitudes of life will get you, right? And the days that are the days not working, you look back and go, wow, I climbed Kilimanjaro. I climbed Mitsubishi. I climbed Mount Fuji. I climbed, you know, Hama Hama. And the, the point is, is then you go, hey, wait a second, I'm okay. That person might not like me because there's, back to your bigger question, three questions ago, there's only two opinions that matter of you and I. Our opinion of ourselves. And God's opinion of us. There's a lot of people that don't like Mark Victor Hansen or jealous of them, but that's their problem. I'm not jealous of anyone. I, I, you know, what Napoleon Hill says, the last chapter of Think Grow Rich is be your own hero or heroine, if you want to do it in the feminine. The, the point is, that's the goal in life is to maximize yourself, not minimize yourself. Well, I've got no self-esteem, I've got an inferiority complex, and I want to suck my thumb. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not supposed to do that. You're supposed to say, look, let your little light shine. See how glorious you can be, how much you can do, how much of an impact you can have. Because the, the thing that we the, we do the biggest questions in the world, and one of the last questions we asked by my colleague and friend Peter Demandis, Dr. Peter Demandis, says, during this decade, what are you going to do to positively affect 1 billion people? That's 10 years, 1 billion people. You've got... What we're saying, you've got a destiny to affect a billion people positively. Now, there's 8 billion alive. Let's do something great, all of us. And not all of us are going to write. Not all of us are going to invent. Not all of us are going to sing. Not all of us are going to act. But, and not all of us are going to build businesses. But there's something great that you've got that you are born to do. You, can't, you inculcated into life with this enthusiastic spark plug to go be more, do more, have more, think more, live more, love more. Enjoy more than you've ever even thought you could do.
Oh my gosh. I love every single word you're saying. And I know this is resonating with our audience so much. I am so excited for the response on this. Guys, if you want to get in touch with Mark, his tag is below on Instagram. All the details on where you can find more out about Mark and get involved and learn how you can do what Mark has achieved in the world. If you want to learn, go and read one of his books because then you're going to be one-to-one mentored by him. Go and read Ask. It is out right now. I am so looking forward to reading it myself. In fact, I am going to, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I put this down, you and I are going to chat, but look, guys, thank you for tuning in today. I've had a wonderful time talking with this incredible human who we have learned so much from about how to get where you want to be, how to wake up in the right mood, how to go to sleep, thinking about what you want, asking God, what is your assignment? What is your assignment in this world? Asking the higher intelligence to help you get closer to that goal, how to become a best-selling author, how to build that email list. You've learned an exponential amount. I hope you're taking some notes. Send this to a friend. Get it out there to the world because when you give you receive abundance is giving the law of attraction is in action baby all the time so get into alignment with it and i can't wait to chat to mark again at some point in the near future on this show thank you so much for tuning in if you enjoyed this episode of the law of attraction podcast it would be amazing if you could follow on spotify or leave a rating and review on apple podcasts it means the world to me And to all of us, you, the listener, are the only way that this podcast grows. And those small acts of kindness that you do to support, they go such a long way. It's the cycle of giving and receiving. And as you give, you receive. That is the law of attraction and action. Whether or not you believe in it or not, it is happening in your life. And I know you could be listening right now to literally thousands of other podcasts, but you've chosen to be here and listen to this the Law of Attraction podcast with me, Natasha Graziano. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart to yours, I am so grateful to you. And I hope this has helped you. I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And I hope you go out into the world and attract the life you deserve because you can have, be, and do anything you want. You've simply got to start by believing. Believing in yourself. Believing it is possible to attract anything you want into your life. And it all starts by taking action. And once you start taking inspired action by listening to a podcast like this every single week and learning from experts, you get into the mindset of that expert and myself while you're listening for the duration of this podcast. You get that chance to be almost one-to-one mentored by them for the duration of your listening. And that is the power of a podcast. So please do follow on Spotify, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We are so grateful for you and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again later this week. Peace, love and gratitude for your day ahead.